LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 235. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And I am borderline brain-dead tired. Boo. Yes, I have been up since like 6 a.m. Ugh. Ouch. And I'll get into that during my day and week, so ugh. So you, it sounds like you had fun. In a mind-numbing way, yeah. Ugh, we are live tonight, week of September 29, 2015, on the VOG Network. We are here Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. And for everyone that's tuning in at 10 o'clock, thank you. I, Me more than anybody else, really appreciate you guys tuning in a half hour later just for this temporary effect, because I couldn't see myself putting the podcast on hiatus for about six, seven weeks to get something done, so... Neither could I. <laughs> that, and do you know how many episodes it would take us to catch up with, like, a backlog of email, you know? And not even a backlog of articles and stuff? Shit. Mm. We'd have to have a special show just for news from Japan. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Uh, chat clients such as xchat... Merc, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G. Or you can head on over to live.vognetwork.com. Or you can head over to animejamsession.com slash vognetwork. There's an IRC link there. You click on that. It'll bring you directly to the chat. And right now, everybody's talking about coffee. And I end up having to pay for my coffee because the only free coffee was that dark roast shit. And that has less caffeine in it than regular. So, no. Oh no, poor you and your coffee. They had to pay for. Yeah, well, thanks to um, Say a Yacht, and they kind of gifted me a Dunkin' Donuts gift card, so it was like, you. That's guys, cool. You guys. Yeah, I helped them out with their computer, like, I think it was like last week or a week and a half ago or something like that, so yeah. Well, y'all ain't had to do that, but okay, you know. I'm cool with it. That is what friends do. I know, I know. Okay, let's go ahead and kick things off. We will start off with, um, before we get into our weekend day, uh, don't forget to swing by the forums. Check-ins are live. Uh, We post uh, synopsis every week on the forums at vognetwork.com, so please swing by. Let us know what you think of the episodes. We want to hear from you. Um, see, let's go ahead and kick things off. There we go. Get ahead of yourself there, aren't you? Yeah, well, I had to change the pre-show on the fly because Winamp would not like one of the songs I was playing. It skipped it twice, so I was like, God damn it. Anywho, Ari, how was your week and how was your day? Well, I'm enjoying my days off t- today and tomorrow, which is always good. While I was out, I stopped at a Spirit Halloween store because I needed to get gloves for my Mario cosplay. Woohoo! And I asked, and the ones they had, the, the normal, you know, hand-sized gloves, they wouldn't really fit, didn't think they would fit me, so I asked them, the lady working there, hey, can I try these on? And he had to, like, pull out all the uh, packaging and whatnot, she goes, 
Oh, what are you using this for? I'm like, I'm, I'm putting them together, I have them for my Mario cosplay. Mm. And I kind of figured things would go good because I said the word cosplay and she didn't make faces at me. Because we're so mainstream now. Mm. I, I meant because she actually talked about it in a positive way. That's... Mm. Anyhow, like, I was, you know, talking to her for a while, and I ended up getting, having to get a pair of the uh, long opera gloves because the normal gloves wouldn't fit properly. I just told him, eh, I'll just cut, either cut them down or sew them or uh, just leave them bunched up around the wrist. Doesn't really bother me. Mm, okay. Also, and <clears throat> I finally got the call from work today. They're going to promote me to full time. Nice. Nice. After who the hell knows how much, how many times I've put in for openings that have come up and again overlooked by people who've been here less than me or just people they pulled right up the streets. Mm-hmm. This is going to be good. Me and won't be working as much overtime, but hell, I'll actually have a 40 hour a week job. And I'm, and I'm, and I feel like celebrating, so I'm going to pour myself a drink while I'm on a show tonight. I, hey, there are no restrictions on drinking during the podcast anymore. So I got anymore? The, any, any, yeah. Anymore. Kind of, anyway, so I got the uh, birch beer, the Pennsylvania Nush stuff, and I got the... going to top it off with the fucking Jaeger. Mm. Do not get those people started. Hey, I'm in a good mood. It'll take a lot to ruin that for me. Well, I was looking for this earlier, but now that I found mm. it... Actually, it tastes pretty good. For, for for your leveling up, this is all I have to say. Awesome. <laughs> you can't see me doing it, but I'm raising my hands up and down in victory, just like in the game. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Thanks for that, by the way. Hey, no problem. So, yeah, that's all shit's been going for me. Okay. Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? Um, my week was fucking exhausting. This is my first day off in eight days. <laughs> so, yeah. And I'm expecting to be called in tomorrow. Just because... But, uh, people hate you there or something? Um, no. One of the women... Can you lower that a little bit? Thank you. I can actually hear myself speak now. Well, in that case... You're welcome. DJ, come on. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, the other person that usually closes her... They think that her mother might have had a stroke. Mm-hmm. Oof. So she called out for Saturday. I'm not sure if she called out today, because she was supposed to close today, and I told them, I, I can't close. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also supposed to close tomorrow, so we'll see if she needed that time off or not. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, um, other than that, since today was, you know, National Coffee Day and all of that... Mm. Um, my mother and I went out to get her coffee. I want you to know, I showed that to my co-workers. <laughs> How'd they react? They're like, what the fuck? 
so my mother had um, gastric bypass surgery probably uh, three years ago now. Close to that. Maybe two and a half, three. Something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but that surgery, when you have it, can drastically change your taste buds. Right. So before she had the surgery, she hated coffee. Mm -hmm. She liked the smell, but she hated the taste. Yeah. After the surgery, she couldn't get enough of coffee. Mmm, one of us. Yeah. So every coffee day, since Wawa does free coffee, her and I will stop at every Wawa we pass and grab four coffees since that's what fits in their little holders. Mm -hmm. Now, everybody else that goes in there, you know, they grab one and they're usually grabbing, you know, whatever <coughs> normal size they do. Yeah. My mother and I get the largest ones we can, which is a 24 ounce. So she'll usually grab four and then stop at another one and grab another four. And I grab four and then, you know, usually grab four for myself. Is four the limit? That's just how much we can carry. Mm -hmm. oh. There's only so much coffee you can carry. There's always ways to carry more coffee. Well, that's why we stop at multiple stores, too. So today, going, like, we went shopping. So as we were leaving, she grabs two coffees, and I grab myself a hot chocolate. Because mm -hmm. basically, as long as it's in the coffee cup, they don't care. Right. Um, in the morning, you go through, and they start scanning the coupon and all of that. And right. go, yeah, 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 you can take as much as you want. By the afternoon, they are so tired of it, they basically just say, if you're coming in for coffee, you don't have to go to the registers, just leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, on our way back from shopping, that is what we did. We stopped at two Wawa's, each of us getting four coffees when we went in. Mm -hmm. So, there is now a lovely picture of my mother with 16 24-ounce coffees. In front of her, stacked, and two that she is holding, which were the two that I got for myself that are filled with hot chocolate. Mm. Yes, yeah, so we walked away with 16, 17, 18, 19 cups of hot drink. I think you need to post that on the podcast page. I don't know that my mother would appreciate her mug being posted on the on the. So you, mug. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so you just superimpose a picture of some anime mom's face on it or something like that. That I can do. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I will do that. But yeah, I mean, other than that, I did go because um, Build-A-Bear sent out coupons for those that are part of their, uh, their club or whatever. So I got $12 off of whatever I wanted to get in the store. So I got myself a bat. Mm. The Keep Bat because... Duo Company? Hmm? The Keep Bat Duo Company? Yes. Now, I named this bat Batley. Mm. And as soon as I printed out the thing and had that go through, my mother turned to me and goes, you should have named it Batshit. Mm. So now he's named Batshit. But his official name is Batley. But this is my mother renaming my my plushies with inappropriate names. Thank you. 
Are you not surprised? Not at all. Not at all. So, yeah, that was my day. And tomorrow, if I don't get called into work, I get to clean my room. Because I have to find all of my orange shirts because it's that time of the year. And work is about to really, 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 really suck. Something to go in a maximum overdrive! Yeah. Starting Thursday, since that is October 1st, we have to wear orange shirts at work. The entire month of October. Because yay for working in a party store. <laughs> well, they just well the party store on my block around here just closed down. So actually, it's closed because they lost the lease. Most huh. I do know. Them. I do know that there is a branch of my store in Brooklyn somewhere. I think it's the one off of Bay Parkway, the one that I told you about. I think that's the one. Yeah, that's the that is my owner's brother-in-law. I think that would be it. Yeah. Well, there should only be one in Brooklyn. So if that's the one that you're thinking of, yep. that's the one. Well, next time you come through, we'll we'll do we'll drive by. You know. Yeah. I just got to figure out the next time to come out. Because I was going to come out in November, and unfortunately, I'm moving, and I can't. (laughs) Although, I did get tickets for my mother for her birthday to see a a chef doing, you know, a live show. And it just kind of had to happen, because... We've been joking that this chef is part of the family for years. Who's so we're chef? Go- we're going to see Mariana Esposito. <laughs> I have no idea who she is. She is she has one of the longest, if not the longest running cooking show on TV. I've never heard of her. She's on PBS. Well, there you go. But she she does nothing but Italian food, and she's been on there for years and years and years and years and years. A lot of hand gestures, huh? <laughs> does she randomly curse people out in Italian? No. That's PBS at night. <laughs> randomly call someone Buffangul. Yeah, I don't think that's going to fly on PBS. Maybe oh. they won't notice. Only on PBS. Uh, I doubt it. Only on PBS at night. <laughs> Alright, I'm done with that. <laughs> PBS After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> what really goes on in Mr. Ro- Mr. Roberts' neighborhood? <laughs> you know them puppets. <laughs> yeah, you guys I, are horrible. <laughs> yeah, dare you to what? Walk- there are people into that shit. I dare you to walk down Sesame Street now. What? If I'm walking down Sesame Street, I'm going to visit Oscar. Because you know he's green for a reason. <laughs> oh, God. We And the count's out there uh, counting. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, God. One, two, three reasons to lose my faith in humanity. Uh, 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 uh. <sighs> All right, Marco, you done? Yeah, I'm done. Mm. 
Or in this case, toast it? No. Well, it's toasty in here, but no. Yeah, okay. This frickin' needs to rain, so this heat breaks. It Supposedly it rained earlier today, but I was indoors all day, so I couldn't see a damn thing. It rained several it's, times early. It's been drizzling all day. It hasn't, you know, really, really rained. Yeah, it has by me, it has. Well, a couple good of for you. Because <laughs> it hasn't here, and the humidity is at 100% currently. Mm. So it is very, very... Dare I say moist. Let's not start that up again. <laughs> well, my weekend day has just been okay. Now it's become mind numbing. We're ramping up training and and we're trying to understand like procedures and protocols and all of that and watching it happen. And it's like, uh, blah, 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 you know? But I'm enjoying every single minute of it. But one thing is for sure, I have to come to, I have figured out, I am one of the top tier Mario Kart 7 players at work. Nice. <laughs> usually I lose the first first race, because I'm using that time to figure out how everybody's playing, and, you, and after that, next three rat, lap races, I'm pretty much winning. Winning. Yep. Let's see what else has been going on. I think there was a couple other things I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I really didn't participate in National Coffee Day in a ways of free coffee because I was inside work all day. But the fact that we have a, um, what you call it? The fact that we have um, Keurig machines, uh, coffee anytime we want. And this morning, I was up at 6 a.m. doing laundry. I, will, I don't think I ever want to do that again. Yeah, that's that's not good. Yeah, because Saturday I had an event to go to, and Sunday was a wasted day because people forgot, you know, plans. So it was like, okay, Monday, oh, crap, I'm running out of underclothes. So laundry, come back, change, hop the train, and go to work. And that's pretty much been the gist of it so far. I feel a little out of it, but I was going to grab um, Not Your Father's Root Beer and drink it during the show, but I'm like, no, I don't think I can handle it during the show. So I'm drinking tea and saving that for dinner later tonight when I watch NCIS. Uh, it's a good episode. I, 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 I kind of figured. It's a good episode. Again, I, 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 I kind of figured. The end was all the feels. I guess one just heard cricket chirping. Mm. Yeah, wait, I heard it. Mm. It's probably in your area. You're the one that's in, you're in the in the sticks. I'm not in the sticks. Yeah, you it's are. not coming from my area. Yeah, I say it's coming from from the sticks where Makochan lives. Well, considering I have headphones on and I still hear it through the headphones, it ain't me. I got headphones. It ain't me. <laughs> it's not me either. So, anywho, let's let's kick let's kick off on tonight's uh, on news, and I think. Yeah, you guys are blowing up about this. 
Yeah, I saw this on my news feed. I'm like, why isn't anybody seeing this? Why? And then I noticed that it had only been on there for like two minutes. I'm like, and it was yay, like, share, 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 share. And you also got to understand what time did it pop up on, on the news feeds? Well, I know. I was really surprised that I was awake at that point. Mm-hmm. But like I saw it and I'm like, why hasn't anybody mentioned it? And then it, like I saw that it was only on there for two minutes. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I get to share it first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah um anyway uh all the excitement is basically that you know not that we had you know that we that we didn't think this was going to happen at all yeah but they finally announced that they are doing a sailor moon crystal third season mm-hmm. it will be the death busters arc they announced it on monday which is the day that the final aired on TV in Japan. So basically, we are getting all 10 Senshi. We will be getting, you know, the arc with <sighs> my least favorite capture, I guess. Like, this is, this is the main arc that had me really, really disliking Minako. Not a fan of the Death Busters? It's not that I'm not a fan of the Death Busters. It's just that, you know, for anybody that's seen the anime or read the manga, and the manga helped out a lot, I will admit to that. But, you know, Minako gets jealous because she is the last one that has her crystal stolen. And she gets jealous, so she plots to have them try to steal her crystal. Yeah, that does sound kind of stupid. And, you know, that that whole thing made me very much dis- dislike Minako. The- now, correct me if I'm wrong, but stealing a crystal means a person dies, right? Um, sort of. Because she technically, once it's stolen from her, grabs it and runs away with it. Because that's how logic works apparently yeah um but yeah so that whole thing made me dislike minako the manga redeemed it a little bit but at the same time it was still you know oh look i'm jealous oh look they're finally coming after me oh look i have a crystal but i'm just very 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 excited over this whole thing now, in this arc, don't we get uh, Human Luna and Human Artemis? Um, well, technically, we've already had Human Luna. Well, do we all, don't we also get Human Artemis as well? Um, I believe we might. Very well, then. You've just and got I a know. heavy breathing caption floating over you, don't you, Rama? Actually, no. Oh. Th- this is what's going through my head right now. If it'll play. Yes! Yes! <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're talking about the character that he yes! cosplays. Yes! Mm-hmm. Yes! Yes! Let me see. I'm trying to... Because the sad part is... See, that, I guess is that, but the thing is, what, like, Ace Kaito, 
Human Artemis, and there are a couple others. Those characters are the test of time. That tests your your knowledge of Sailor Moon. Because I have had people look at me like, you don't appear in the anime. Uh, I know that. Are you an original character? No, I'm from the manga. Who are you? I'm Human Artemis. There is a Human Artemis. Uh, you need to read the manga. Um, no, it is not this one. It is the next one. God damn it! Oh. It is the dream arc. Wait, what did you find? Um, when Artemis changes into human Artemis. Oh, cool. And it is the dream arc, so it is going to be the next set, the fourth series. Okay. I only have one thing to say about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we go into the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, uh, Shinji Akari says they do need to read the manga. Now, if we go back a little bit when we were talking about our day and week when it comes to coffee, Kelly Demighty talks about how she misses Wawa and Texas needs better coffee houses. Anton Mark says he, that Krispy Kreme was giving out free donuts. And uh-huh. Act Def can no longer drink coffee. You poor, poor man. You, I, I really feel bad for you. I'm going to have to have an extra cup during the week on your behalf, good sir. Pour one out for your homies? Pour one out? Are you crazy? I'm going to drink one out. Shit. You know what I mean. Yeah, I would not waste such uh, tasty nectar. Anyway, mm-hmm. to continue with the Sailor Moon news, mm-hmm. uh, the official website teased that there's also a new project in the works, which is going to be completely additional to Sailor Moon Crystal. Um, no information has actually been released, but, you know, there's something new also in the works. My guess is it's going to announce the fourth musical. Or... So this means we might see Saturn on stage. Well, Saturn was on stage in this, in this latest musical. The musical... I, I didn't see the last one. The musical just ended on Sunday They're doing in Tokyo. It, They're yeah. bringing it to Osaka mm-hmm. now for the final run, and that will be the run that the five main senshi uh, retire. I don't know. I think it might be another anime OVA of one particular senshi. You're thinking they're bringing in the Venus? Yeah, I, I think that we might be finally seeing the Sailor V OVAs. Uh, that's possible, but yeah. there are a lot of OVAs for Sailor Moon itself. Maybe so it, OVAs based on Crystal. That's uh, well. I mean, technically, technically, Sailor V would be a manga OVA. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are manga, not necessarily spinoffs, but you know, extras that it could also be. It could also be an original story based in the Crystal series, and we're finally getting a movie. Anything's plausible, you know. Because, you know, when a series becomes popular enough that they do continue on with the series, there's usually a movie in between the seasons. So I would not be surprised if they're working on some sort of OVA or movie or something like that. Because movies are 
Tie-in movies are extremely popular in Japan. True. Even if they're can- like canis- like canon, this is uh, up to debate. Unlike Dragon Ball Z, where you could watch the movies and get your own storyline arc. Mm-hmm. That and the only ones specifically canon were uh, uh, Battle of Gods and Resurrection F. Which pretty much retconned GT. Yep. Thank God for small favors. Mm. But yeah, I'm hoping that, you know, not to poo-poo Sailor V. Yeah. But I'm hoping because, you know, it is the Sailor Moon 20th anniversary site that it's going to be a movie for, like, with all of them in it. Hmm. I wouldn't mind that. It'd be sort of like one, like one of the Super Sentai movies that they do, you know? Ooh, it's, maybe they'll cross over uh, Sailor Moon with something else. Doubt it. Eh. Yeah. Because um, when you say Super Sentai movies, that's the first thing I think about. Yeah. What I'm, I'm thinking is, if it's not a prequel, maybe they got enough complaints about a certain arc that was not in the manga that they might turn into a movie. Which arc wasn't there? The Doomtree arc. Doomtree was not in the manga, and a lot of people enjoyed that arc. You mean a lot of people bitched that it wasn't there because even though it wasn't in the manga, because people don't know their history. Well, that's true. In other words, it was filler, and they wanted to convert, to uh, emigrate into a full canon. Yeah. yeah, which, I mean, if they brought it into a movie, it could. Because the entire premises of this thing was so over-expanded into the, like, the monster of the day crap, it didn't need to. It could be done in a, you know, in a 90-minute movie and still make its point. But I, I could possibly see that happening. Mm. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I'm I'm kind of hoping for it. You know, at this point, any news is good news. Hell, I would love an actual movie based on the other planets that were in the system. Because Luna and Artemis came from a different planet. Mm. Mars's crows came from a different planet. And while all of those planets are mentioned in, you know, the dream arc, or the final arc, no, the final arc, it would be nice to get, you know, that information beforehand. Sounds about right. Okay, uh, moving on. Ari, you want to grab the next story? Yeah, sure thing. Mm-hmm. Comic-Cat to find a new home after 2018. Well, <clears throat> As Japan's well. largest exhibition grows, Tokyo Big Set will be reserved for use by the Tokyo Olympics, which are coming up in 2020. Even though the Olympic com- Paralympic Games will only span roughly a month, preparations will see the venue blocked off for public use from, from July 2019. All this means that events such as Comic Cat and Tokyo Motor Show will likely need to be held elsewhere for two years at least. 
Now, the venue has been used as an international press hub for the entire span of the games, and likely several months before. The IOC has made this clear, and construction of various studios at the location will be held will begin in 2019. While the problem is still you know, about four years away, people are understandably concerned about where the where an event an event the size of Comic Con will be will be held with big site out of the question. Makuhari Mese, the home, of to- the home of Tokyo Game Show, seems like a likely contender, but because it will also be used for Olympic events, such as fencing, it might also be unviable. Hmm. Pacifico Yokohama might also be in the cards, but if it were used, the event would also certainly certainly need to be downsized. So, yeah. They're all, like, they're all scrambling to figure out where they're going to go, and it's you know, still several years away. Uh, it's best to get to get shit done now that, as opposed to later, you know? It's yeah, like and one of the comments... Yeah, one of the comments says that if attendance keeps growing the way it is, they might just have to split Comiket anyway. Even without the Olympics going on, because mm-hmm. it is actually growing out of Tokyo Big Site. Um, just out of curiosity, what are the usual attendance numbers for this kind of place? Like... Are we talking like New York Comic Con style numbers, or it puts New, it puts New York Comic Con to shame? Even the uh, San Diego Comic Con, something like that. Yep. Yeah, Comic Cat is. Um, while it is a convention, it's also one of the premier cosplay conventions. If you are breaking out new cosplay, you go to Comic Cat. Mm-hmm. This is one that you have to actually bid on space to stand outside to have photographers shoot you. Really? And you can, yes, yep. and you can be out there all day. And I have shared some photos, you know, of pe- photographers at Comic Cat where here a lot of people call those photographers pervs and other things because how close up the shots are. But that's more or less normal in Japan. And the, yeah. and the cosplayers, they know, you know. Yeah, Comic Cat yeah. is very fan servicey as well. Yes. And there will be girls that they purposely wear short skirts, and they will bend over, hoping that every photographer will photograph their ass. Mm-hmm. Wow. Now, as as what Wikipedia says, as of uh, Comic Cat 2013 Summer Edition, 590,000 attendees. Yeah, this is the big cosplay convention. Yeah, uh, yeah. And most of the cosplayers are actually from either Japan or China or the surrounding areas. It's actually very rare to see an American cosplayer. Mm-hmm. It happens, but very, very rarely. And as from this one article, they're saying um, the, the 2015 Summer Comic Cat brought in 550,000 people. And Comic Cat is originally what an anime con is because it's mostly it's just cosplayers and a giant artist alley of buying doujins, you know. Mm-hmm. But now they have a corporate section. They have the doujin, doujin section and a cosplay area. So it probably yeah. it probably take me a year to to process photos of that if I ever went. Yeah, you would have a lot of pictures from that one. Mm-hmm. Jesus, I'm still trying to wrap my head around the idea of people in cosplay having to bid on space to get their picture taken. I ain't surprised. Yeah, I mean, you can be out there doing what you do, but primo space, just like, uh, say, the gazebo at Katsu, 
Ugh. Um, imagine if, say, Yahya Han came over and before the convention even started, paid to use that during the convention weekend, and nobody else could use it. I would just sit back with a bucket of popcorn and watch watch the fireworks fly. That is Comic Cat. What a little bit of this? <laughs> yeah. But no, 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 no. What I would do is I would record it with the tripod and the camera and whatnot, and then like. After the initial, you know, verbal back and forth, when you know, punches start getting thrown and whatnot, that's when you queue up yakety sacks and run the thing at four times normal speed. <laughs> because if they're going to take the piss out of cosplaying and getting a picture taken, so am I. Yeah. But I mean, this is this is the convention for all of those uber 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 cosplay nerds. This is the convention. If you want to be seen, if you want to be out there, this is the place to go. Wouldn't it be funny if someone like Yaya Han didn't even register on these people's radars if she went out there? Uh, she'd probably... Well, no, because she's... You know, she's got the Asian look to her. So she actually would. Mm. Japan is very... Not just with cosplay, but with everything. They're very... Uh, Nation centric, which is why nationalistic stuff like that. Yeah, which is why you don't really see a lot of you know European looking cosplayers there. Mainly because you know if you're going there to get your picture taken, don't expect it. Hmm. Unless your cosplay is you know. The bomb 20, feet, 20 feet wide and 20 feet high. They probably won't even care that you're there. Pretty much. Now, before we get into this next article, this is something I wanted to bring up at the top of the show. Um, but I totally forgot about it until I saw it appear on my timeline. Um, there is a rumor that Marvel and Disney will be handing out cease and desist at New York Comic Con. Oh god, what the fuck for? Unlicensed Marvel and Star Wars prints. In th- translation, fan art. Yes. Fan art that people are making a lot of money off of. Yes. I mean, you're talking each one of these prints can be anywhere between 30 and $60, but depending on the size. Mm-hmm. And the quality and the popularity of mm-hmm. said artists. Now, yeah, yeah. so I, I'm actually not surprised that this is going on. See, now, fan art in the anime fandom, that's normal. They, you really don't rustle that many jimmies, but there have been times various companies will go through Artist Alley and be like, you can't sell this, this, or that. You know, it, I've seen that happen. And some people get mad, but you know, there's something they have to defend the copyright, which I get. Now, you have to understand, New York Comic Con is also Marvel's backyard. And you also got to understand who the parent company is. Disney. This is the company that actually went after people for using the, Dis- for using the Disney font unlicensed. Okay? So, uh, coming out of Alamo City Comic Con, there was a rumor that Marvel will be handing out C&Ds to artists selling unauthorized prints at com- New York Comic Con. So people were asking around, and at Baltimore Comic Con, which was happened this past weekend, they were hearing about that too. 
So as it says, unlicensed prints by any company of of company's characters just unlicensed. It really is illegal. It means if you're selling them, it's an illegal act, and the copyright owner chooses to pursue it, then there you go. But generally, Marvel and Disney have always turned a blind eye to original works of art, but unlicensed prints smack of a production line, and that's where we're going to start running into problems. Because you will have some people who will find like war art from, from um, art books and stuff, call it their version, mass copy, sell. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. I can understand doing Marvel and Disney characters in your style, and I think a lot of times they will just turn their blind eye because that's that's that original that's that artist's take on it, which is cool. Now, if you're if you're doing it where it looks like Jim Lee's or Stan or anybody else, then that's going to be a bit of a problem because you do have some artists out there that know how to imitate slash copycat another artist's style by just looking at it. Mm-hmm. There's also just how much of the character is being copied. Mm-hmm. Like my favorite artist that does a lot of the Disney and Doctor Who crossovers, Karen Hallian. Um, she does a lot of that stuff, but you know, I- I'm looking at her this one right now. It's Belle. She dropped her book and the TARDIS landed and one of the doctors is holding his arm out. You can't see the front of either one of these characters. The TARDIS is just plain, you know, it doesn't have any, you know, police box or anything like that on it. So it looks like a brunette with a blue dress going into a blue police box. Mm. And that Trying is Trying to file, they... file off all the serial, serial numbers that they can. Yeah, I mean, she does do stuff that you see, you know, you see the character but she doesn't try to fully mimic what the character looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of the stuff that she does that with, it's all one, you know, one time writ- like drawn out stuff that she sells at conventions. You know, she's not making prints of those, she or she's doing something limited, but she also has licensing rights for certain things. Right. Um she did a Star Wars set that she was given licensing rights to do 500. And that's how many she could print out and that's how many she could sell. And that was it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there are smaller licenses than doing, you know, 10,000 works of art and you have to give us this amount. It's just a matter of actually looking it up and paying your dues. But there are a lot of prints out there that look exactly like the character, and the person has absolutely no tie in with the company at all. Mm-hmm. They're just doing fan art. Mm-hmm. And not even it's not even really fan art at that point. It's recreation art at that point. I mean, I'm not talking about the artists that actually work for Marvel and can go out and sell, you know, original drawings of the characters that they created or they worked on i'm talking about people that will sit there and not necessarily copy but will sit there and draw line for line a certain scene from from a comic and sell it as their own thinking that you know there's no problem with it because they're the ones that drew it so my guess is it's going to be 
things that say Marvel, things that say Star Wars, that they can't advertise as Marvel and Star Wars. And this is what Funimation did. Mm-hmm. You can go and you can sell and they didn't care that you sold it. But you couldn't put the character's name, you couldn't put the show title, you couldn't put, you know, certain things that would say, hey, stop here because I have this art. Yeah, and that's pretty much how the way it goes. But, yeah, I mean, all the companies are starting to do it. Yep. And you gotta remember, they're, 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 what they're doing is they're protecting the copyright they have to, or, or else they'll lose to another company and things could get a little bit worse. It's something that they have to do, you know. Mm-hmm. Kind of funny you brought up <clears throat> Baltimore Comic Con because my boss was my boss's boss was actually down in Baltimore for some kind of a <clears throat> something totally unrelated. I think it was more related to work. But uh, as he was telling us about it, you know, as we're waiting to clock out, he actually <clears throat> he actually starts talking about it. And guess what I see downtown? Like he's people in all these weird costumes. <laughs> and I, this is another instance I used the word cosplay and I didn't get a funny look. So, 2-0. Oh. He more than likely didn't understand what the hell was going on, and honestly, I think that was probably for the better. And <sighs> I just got kicked from the chat, which hopefully is bringing me back in. So, anyhow. Uh, moving right along. Now, now, let me get back into the actual article here. Um, I don't even think I have a proper music f- for this next article. I don't know. Got any smooth jazz in there somewhere? I was thinking something from the Penny and Stocking soundtrack. <laughs> it's not perverted. True, but... It's... Or hell, something from Cowboy Bebop. Or Samurai Champloo. I don't even think I have those soundtracks, but I should. But I don't know. But, I can give you what I have of them. Eh, that's cool. I, I know I know where to you know get my hands on them if I need to. So, big thing now, this whole thing is Netflix and chill. See, I remember before it was called Netflix and chill. It was called VCR and chill. You know, that that's how far back we're going here. But it seems that we have a list here of underrated titles that would be pretty good for anime Netflix and chill. You know, relax with some popcorn, have a little bit of tea, you know. So, we have a list here of top 11 titles on Netflix that you should check out. Now, if you want to check out what your significant other or the one that you want to be your significant other, by all means, I ain't gonna stop you. Uh, number one, My Little Monster. My Little Monster follows the connection between a high school girl, Shizuku, and a bookworm who's, who's only interested in studying, and Haru, a boy in her year who, seem, who never seems to attend class. When she delivers homework to him, he declares them as friends. He's rumored to be like a monster, while Shizuku is said to act like an emotionless robot. The show up a sweet anime series is an adaptation of the shoujo manga, which is filled with both cute and hilarious moments. Alright, I might have to check that out. Number two, Silver Spoon. And it's not the one that we all remember growing up. Well, some of us. It's an anime about farming. Mm. Well, we already got video games about this, so why not an anime? 
The tale of Silver Spoon, a young student's journey through an agricultural school. In this academy, students are prepared for jobs in the agricultural and farming fields, but do not have plans to stay in the field upon graduation. The main character, Yugo Hachiken, attends the academy because he failed his exams for his first high school choice, much to his family's dismay. He chooses a rural lifestyle of a suburban one, meeting many people along the way. What's cool about this series is that it captures something we've all struggled with, trying to find a future career and planning ahead. Many of us may have chosen to go on the agricultural career path, but that doesn't matter as this show only educates the viewer about the field of work, and it's also very relatable to situations we may be dealing with. Plus, it's by the creator of Full Metal Alchemist. Interesting. Kind of reminds me of an interesting slice of life in a way. Mm. Uh, number three, Dead Man Wonderland. Yeah, because this is exactly what you want to watch and chill out and get c- close to someone with. It's a horror. It's a horror action survival anime. They are prisoners who are sent to this twisted music park jail known as Dead Man Wonderland. It's properly operated, and the prisoners are fight basically for, face forced to fight to the death. So, sort of like um, Thunderdome or that one Jean Claude Van Damme movie or the I'm Running Man. I'm surprised that this is actually on the list. Hmm. Because this is supposed to be underrated anime, and Dead Man Wonderland was on fucking Cartoon Network. Well, Not that, for a long time, was it? Uh, it did I think it did two runs. Um, no, it did It did a run, because okay. this was during the time that they weren't going to do repeats. Oh, okay. But it was, you know, on national television oh. for the entire, like, the entire run of the series. Gotcha. Maybe it's so, the writer's opinion on being underrated. Probably. That's always the case. Yeah, but still, it's, it's weird. Um, number four is Mushishi. It's, Which I love. Mushishi is set between various time periods in Japan and a fictional society. In the story, creatures are called Mushi are, have supernatural powers which only certain humans can acknowledge and see them. Sometimes Mushi can cause certain problems, others leaving it up to the main character, Ginkgo, to help solve the issues. Ginkgo is a Mushi master that tries to see the good in these supernatural beings. This anime is something that's definitely relaxing due to the nature of the series, as well as an interesting way of portraying the storyline. The anime and manga have received several awards, and it wouldn't be wrong to call this series a masterpiece to add to your queue. Number yeah, five. for the Mushishi is definitely one that I think people need to watch if they're into you know the more mellow kind of series and supernatural stuff. I mean, yeah, they're supernatural, but it's it's more mystic than supernatural. But it's it's one of those that you can sit there and you know just zone out to and still understand everything and. You know, it's definitely one of those that if you're if you're smoking, you should watch because mm. it, it's just it's seriously it's very very mellow. While there is action, it's not you know overly packed with action, but it's it's more along the lines of one of those nature kind of like it's nature spirits kind of thing. So mm-hmm. it's very um, very Miyazaki in that. Yeah, sounds about right. Let's see what else we have here. Uh, number five is uh, K Project. It's a weird and interesting anime series following an odd student's contact with the kings of Tokyo. The kings are those who have psychic powers who rule the streets of Tokyo behind the scenes. Yashiro, the main character, is an easygoing, upbeat student who's thrown into the lives of the kings after being accused of murdering a very important member of the clan. K Project is very awesome and different from a lot of anime, from the art style to the stories of the kings. Although maybe a little hard to follow at first. This show does deliver and recently spiked in popularity at the release of a movie and the announcement of a new anime season. 
Number six is something I've been hearing pop up all over my Facebook recently. Uh, psychopaths. If what of all crime was measured by one psych, uh, arresting those with high risk for committing a crime before it was morally correct, it kind of reminds me of the way of Minority Report or what's that show on CBS? Um, whatever, I can't remember the name of it. But um, you mean the one that they mention? Not Criminal Minds. It's another one. Ah, uh. no. Um, person of influence. Something. Yeah, like that. Per- yeah. person of interest. For interest. Yeah, that's it. Psychopaths is a crime action thriller attempts to answer these questions through its fast-paced story and settling, living up to its label as the anime Criminal Minds. Well, maybe it's a hybrid of Criminal Minds and the other two shows I mentioned. Akane Tsunamori is a newly appointed investigator for the PSB, the Public Safety Bureau, and, is, and he gets like right into, right into the situation. In the world, everyone's po- and his potential to commit crimes based on a crime coefficient, which of a certain level results in required treatment, punishment, jail, or even death in extreme situations. Investigators like Akane work with enforcers or former officers with a high crime coefficient that have chosen to serve their punishment for the greater good, or so it seems. Psychopaths is part crime solving, mixing with a dystopian universe, having many unique cases to be solved. Akane is a very strong female lead, showing great character development throughout the many episodes leading to the finale. Psychopaths is recommended for those who love crime and mystery shows since there are plenty of twists to keep you on your seat. Here's a comedy one. Uh, Devil is a part-timer. I'm just going to run right through this. Uh, number 8, Kotoro-san. 9, Gargantua on a Virtuous Planet. 10, Nana. That was definitely underrated. Uh-huh. And number 11, Noragami. Alright. Now, going on to the next one. See, I didn't even know this was going on. I am friends with one of the voice actresses about this on Facebook, so I was like, wait, what the hell? Plus, I mean, not for nothing. I have, like, another reason to, you know, watch this show and check it out, you know? Mm. Because it's interesting and entertaining? That, too. Because the chicks in there have big boobs. And short skirts and all that good shit. Yeah. And we'll so, still kick the shit out of you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, prison school dub, Gamergate joke sparks Twitter controversy. You, you, you can't see it, on, but I'm doing the uh, quote, air quotes around controversy. Yeah. Um, the anime is crass. It's, you know, physical humor and lowbrow humor. And, uh, yeah. But there was, in the latest dub, a Gamergate joke. Basically, um, this guy is fully checking out this chick in an arcade. And doing so in a very lewd way. So, yeah. um, The thing says... uh, What was the quote? Mm -hmm. It's not... The original quote? No, the quote, it's... Because it's you, dubbed, I can't... Are you, are you one of those Gamergate creeps? Or something like that? Yeah, because it's, it's dubbed, so it's on... Like, Ranma would have to play it. All right, hold so on. That, um, it's a Vine, you just click the uh, unmute button. All right, hold on, hold on. Let me go ahead and um, play this. Up your ass, or are you one of those dumbass Gamergate creep shows? <laughs> You're hood. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
this whole so um basically the original line was but i'm a second year you have to address as a superior more politely uh that's what this yeah is. i mean it's it's minor and obviously the translators have to do something because what they had the localized joke well yeah um, the jokes have to be localized. Some mm-hmm. cultural differences have to be localized. Yes. Uh, but the joke makes sense in context. Um, as I said, they're in an arcade, and Shingo is oogling uh, Anzu's boobs. Mm-hmm. And it's a joke. The last thing people should do is get offended at a tasteless joke that appears in a tasteless show. But seriously. So uh, the guy that actually did it says, your ill-informed vitriol has been fun, gang, but I've got to get back to work destroying the world one script at a time. Mm-hmm. This guy's a goddamn national treasure. Yeah, because his, yeah, he, his he, name he, is Tyson Reinhardt. Yeah, he really and truly did not give a shit that these people thought that, you know, that are all upset about this thing. There's people are holding up, got stick integrity! You know, because mm. holy shit, there's a girl who has the same interests as they. I must destroy it! Look, I've gotten into my fair... I like how he, ha- he was actually proud that the uh, narrow-minded assholes took offense to his script. Look, I've gotten into Cheers my... Cheers to you, sir. Look, I've gotten into my fair share of fist... Verbal fistfights with people on, on Twitter about Gamergate. I just started to block them. So I ain't got time for that shit. But as for the translations, here's the thing. I have seen, I have watched dubbed anime. That's a transliteration. That didn't go over too well. Yeah, I mean. Honestly, it could have been uh, the same. She said, like, you know, I'm a, like, she said something like, you know, I'm a junior and you're just a freshman. Learn, like, learn your place, asshole. You know, something like that. God knows I've seen that attitude too many times in the actual high school stuff. <laughs> Who are you trying to take, kid? I know that feeling. Uh, want me to take the next one? Yeah, it looks like it looks like almost everybody got kicked from the chat because it's really quiet now. Uh. All right. Anyway, a Chinese live-action Doraemon casts an actual cat. The classic children's manga and anime Doraemon has leeches of international fans, and is especially popular in China. It's not much of a surprise, then, that a Chinese live-action Doraemon film called Baitola, like, Baitola Xiao Ding Dang is in the works. But Doraemon fans have been started to see it. The Doraemon will be played by an actual cat, or maybe a CG cat in this version, instead of a cat-like robot. Mm. Details are scar- scarce. But the poster has also perplexed Doraemon aficionados. For one, why is there an Ultraman lookalike in there? Ultraman's mother. I don't know. I've never, I've never watched Doraemon, but I've actually played the game. One of the games did come over to the states for the TurboGrafx-16. It was called Crater Maze. So you know. And it's going to debut on premiere on on Daobao, one of Alibaba's websites. I think that's pretty there's, cool. There's also, you know, Japanese Toyota commercials with John Reno, a, spa- a Spanish ad for a Nutella, you know, knockoff, and the Vietnamese drama series as an actor in the costume. These are also been ways that Doraemon has been uh, portrayed. And to answer Act Def's questions, no, they are not painting the cat blue. <laughs> cat looks mostly grayish. 
the cat is what a real cat would look like blue. There is the there is a color variation of gray in cats that they label as blue. Mm. And that is the cat's color. Speaking of it, they will watch the Doraemon dub on Disney XD. Nope. I have not. Uh, uh, yeah, they had to make some real changes to it, so I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just moving right along. Weren't a fan? Yeah, pretty much. Alright, moving right along. I was going to play taps for this, but <laughs> I realized there's just no point. And again, I see no point in changing the freaking name. We have gotten past that. Saban Brands, the people behind Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and other uh, variety shows, is back again. They have acquired the rights to Smile Precure. And do I... I think I actually have... That those soundtracks on my on my hard drive somewhere. Yes, yes, I do. And holy Christ, um, <sighs> they're naming the series Glitter Force. <sighs> that name seems so, like wait. End of description. It sounds like something straight out of the 1990s, like early 90s, before things like Sailor Moon and Pokemon became famous. And Dragon Ball Z. Here we go. And I didn't realize this so recently. There are just as many pre-cure heroines as there is Super Sentai heroes and heroines, okay? Really? Yeah, because pre-cure, there's like ten different series, and there's a different group in each one. Okay. Obviously, like, the, even the link for, for this on Netflix is up. So, Saban has picked up the rights to Smile Precure, and they're renaming it to uh, Glitter Force. The listing for it shows, it's called, it follows five preteen girls who form the legendary superhero squad, the Glitter Force, and must defend Earth from fairy tale villains. It's going to be 40 episodes at 22 minutes of pop, whereas the original series, Smile Precure, was 48 episodes. The... <sighs> um. I, I-, I can't. I, I-, 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 I really can't. Can't. And I actually went looking around, see if I could find anything. I did find this one fan art. I don't think these are the names. You know, I'm just not gonna. Four of the characters have been renamed to Glitter Sweet, Glitter Love, Glitter Princess, and Glitter Luck. I, I think this is from something else, but if those names are translated as that, I'm probably going to head desk throughout the throughout every single freaking episode. I can understand, like, in the late 90s, kind of, yeah, changing the name of the anime to get it popular. I get I can see that. But we've gotten past 
all of that. How hard is it to call it Smile Pre-Cure? But then again... I would even take Smile Pretty Cure yeah. as three words. Yeah. I, I would be okay with that. Yeah, because the original title of the series is Pretty Cure. So... I, I, I don't know. And as Ichigo is this supposed Ga- to be a throwback? I don't know. And Ichi- as Ichigo Gami says, it sounds like a drag show or burlesque. Well, we and now I do know... doing a voice on this show. Please don't go there, Mako-chan. Please don't. What? You know where I'm going, right? Fuck! Go Please. right ahead. Um, we do know what they wanted to do with Sailor Moon, right? Yeah. Wait, wait. So is it? I mean, look at all of the other crap that they have taken and fucked with. Tokyo Mew Mew. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking See, about their live action shit. I mean, then again, Mew Mew Power wasn't that bad. Flipping the title, that was a I yeah. Let's see, they even brought over Magical Do-Re-Mi, you know. Oh, yeah, I think that was four crap. Um, Warriors of the Wind. Yes. And Knights of the Zodiac. Uh, Best part about that series was still the cover of Bowling for Soup. The cover of I Ran by Bowling for Soup. Yeah. Fight me, assholes. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, just look at their live-action shit. Do we have to? They've always done, they've always, ver- uh, how do I want to say this? They've always brought over and made things very juvenile. Yeah. Even if what they were bringing over was not juvenile. Mm. Or was not as juvenile as they made it. Pretty much. I mean, oh. I can't think of one thing that they brought over and didn't kitty. Yu-Gi-Oh. Shadow Realm, motherfuckers. Yeah. Alternate Dimension. Home Mm -hmm. Planet Losers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or the Ocean Dub of DBZ. An abandoned section of the city. Uh, I think we're at that point we should take our break. They blew up the cargo robot! (laughs) Oh, God. And the cargo was people! Oh, God. Yeah, now would be a good place for a break. Thank you very much, Ari Rockefeller. What? (sighs) Nothing. We'll be back, and when we get back, we'll be taking uh, Skype calls, open forum topics, all the other good stuff, so we'll be back.
don't know about you guys. I'm hearing rain in the background. I don't have my windows open, so I'm guessing Mm. it's just raining without me noticing. Yeah, I've been hearing it off and on like the last 20 minutes or so, you know. Yep. All right. All right, moving right along. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and open up the uh, Skype line. And there we go. Let's crank the volume up so people can hear. So we got that going. And um, we're going to do the uh, open forum topic. Yeah. Yeah, changing the format slightly still throws me off, so bear with me. Okay. We got some good, uh, good answers here. Okay. Uh, this week's open forum topic is where we post a question about a topic in the anime cosplay fandom. If you don't want us to use your real name, put a different name before you post your answer. And we ask that you keep it civil. Here's this week's open forum topic. Shaming others. Jessica Negri took to Facebook and said that she has contacted the girlfriends of the guys who post lewd comics on her page. Do you think she is in her right to do that, or she should just ignore it? Alright, let's see what we got here. From Sarah Ackerman, she says that Jessica Negri is expressing her right of freedom of speech and all, but knowing that she is slandering others is not right. Once you post something that's on the internet, that is out there forever. Who knows why she did it, but it doesn't make it right. She may have the sex appeal a lot of males like, and I know for a fact 90% of her pages are male. Look, Negri, you're pretty and all, but knowing that you're a top cosplayer in the States doesn't mean you should bash others. When you cosplay, you are in the public eye. If you want to stoop to the low levels try to discourage people on their accounts and get off the internet, no one likes an attention seeker. Okay, Sarah. I get what you're saying, but you kind of went off the beaten path. So, alright. As Kelly says, Honestly, we need more jackasses to be called out on their bullshit, male or female. I'm sick of seeing people being reduced to their parts, and this helps someone learn their lessons, so be it. I just hope that she also does the females who do it as well. I don't agree with everything she does, but if these guys didn't want to be embarrassed, then they shouldn't have posted their rude comments on a public forum. Fair enough. Uh, let's see what else we got here. From Bobby Steele. Um, I think she was in the right. There's no place in social media for bullying. I've gotten a few threat comments on my YouTube channel in the past from an unknown person I had to contact my local police about. Unfortunately, I couldn't do anything because it was not enough to report harassment. Anyways, it's in her right to do what she did, but it was wrong for her to simply embarrass the guys because two wrongs don't make a right. However, putting bullies in their place is sometimes the only way you can solve the issue at hand, which makes it in the right. Uh, Karen says, it's not slander she's sharing what they said. They posted it in a public forum. She is just sharing with their girlfriends. Serenity41088 says, to be honest, it sounds strange, but I think the fact that she had the balls to do that can prove that the fact that she has balls of steel. I mean, at one time, if it was a one-time thing, yeah, but if it happened more than once, then yeah, she had the right to say something. Okay. And that, when I originally shared this on my personal Facebook, it caused some interesting controversy. I will say this. Whether you are a male or female cosplayer dressing sexy, because that's what you want to do, that's your business. Dressing however, that's up to you. Just so you know, when you dress sexy, you're going to get lewd comments. You expect them. You don't deserve them. But, if guys or gals are going to talk 
and post lewd comments on what they want to do to you, and they have a significant other, I feel you're in your right to let them know. Because, I, to me, I think it's kind of fucked up. If you're going to talk this lewd shit to this one cosplayer, but you're not going to talk like that to your significant other, it's kind of wrong. And I also mod a, a, a female co- a cosplayer's page, and I'm a, and when she posts her photo, it's been calm, it's been chill. But I am waiting for someone to cross that line, and I know her. She's probably going to call them out for it, which I think is within her right, and I think she should, because I have no problem with that. Respect for respect. All right. What do you guys think? I think if a guy is stupid enough to post shit like that when he's got a girlfriend, then he's, you know, he's doing it to himself. Mm-hmm. It's not like she's going, oh, look at what this schmuck did. She's going to these guys' girlfriends and going, look, this is what he's sending to me. Mm-hmm. You should probably, you know, do something about it. Because not for nothing, if I was dating somebody and that somebody was going behind my back and talking to other girls like that, I'd probably be pretty pissed off. And imagine you have the right to be pissed off. <clears throat> you know, it's it's one thing to, you know, say to a girl, you know, you're very attractive. It's another thing to go... Oh, baby, the things I would do to you. You know, there's there's a difference in how it's said. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I pretty much agree with that. And as uh, Vogue878, uh, hi, welcome to the show, says, you have the right. Fair enough. I'm surprised his girlfriend didn't, didn't catch on it sooner and, you know, Dump his ass over it. We don't know. We don't know. She, we don't know. This is not just one person. There are. If you go to her, hell, you can go to a lot of female cosplayers, fam. You'll see that type of shit. You know. Mm-hmm. We don't know. You know, if she's gone after everybody. You know, reporting it. We we don't know. It's this is not just one person. It's multiple people. So. I get. He had it coming then. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase, Goose. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, it's just, again, it's all in how you say it. If you are up front with somebody on, like, on uh, on their public post and go, you know what, you're attractive and I really like your outfits and I think you make this character look amazing. Mm hmm. Again, that's very different than going into a private message and going, you know, I, I'd really like to do things to you. Right. Because I can't see her just going up, you know, and contacting every Joe Schmo that says something and goes, oh, you know what, your, your boyfriend's hitting on me. Because she specifically said private messages. Mm-hmm. I think it's not just private messages. I think also normal posts as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Well, either way, yeah. it, it's... it's Seriously, it's all in the way it's said. And if mm-hmm. guys are going to be creeps like that, you know, then their girlfriends need to know. Uh, fair enough. Okay. Let's go ahead and go right. into... 
I wouldn't even think about doing something like this. We're kind of starting to cut it a little close. It's almost midnight. Yeah, and I got and I gotta um, prep the podcast and get my lunch ready for tomorrow because I'm probably not going to have time when I get out of work tomorrow to do that. So, all right, I'll start off with the first one. Wow. <laughs> Woman arrested for making 7,000 false claim calls to 1,200 shops. And Hyogo, uh, police in Itami Hyogo Prefecture said Monday they have arrested an unemployed 45-year-old woman. Take a shot, unemployed. <sighs> On suspicion of fraud if she made false complaints to many businesses in order to get compensation from them. According to the police, Tomoko Onatani called the pastry shop in Toyonaka City in May and told them there was a hair in the cake she bought from the store. An employee of the store went to the parking lot near her residence and gave her a cake as compensation. Police said Onatani used that same trick to defraud a bakery in Kobe City of 1,085 yen back in June. After her arrest, police said a check in Onatani's phone record showed that she made 7,000 calls to 1,200 cake shops in 30 prefectures. She also made about 4,650 phone calls to 104, which is Japan's equivalent to 411. And as somebody said in the comments, she must have she must have been a real sweet tooth. Boo. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, you think someone would have called on after the fifth or sixth time she tries a stunt? Yeah. But I'm not really surprised by it, though. Alright. Who wants to go next? Uh, I guess I'll take it. Go for it. Okie dokie. A woman was conned out of 30 million yen by Bo's call from a man pretending to be her son. What? <clears throat> Police in Thomas City, Tokyo, are looking for two men who conned a 79-year-old woman out of 30 million yen. According to police, <clears throat> the woman received the call on September 10th from a man claiming to be her son. The caller said his bag had been stolen and it contained a cell phone and a check for a large sum of money that, worked, that was vital for his work, Fuji TV reported. The quote-unquote son asked his mother to help set and said he would send a colleague to pick up the money. The accomplice came to the meeting place near the woman's house on a bike and collected 30 million in cash from the woman on two occasions between September 10th and 14th. The crime came later that <clears throat> the crime came to light after the woman recorded a call from her actual son on Monday. Mm. That's about $250,000 US. Interesting. But you know... How the hell do you have that much money to throw away like that? Whatever it is, I would like a nice chunk of, ch chunk of change of that. Alright, Mako. Alright, I published the photo covering my mother with Madoka's mom. There you go. Alright, so... The last one, I, I, I... Doctor punches patient in the stomach after his third visit to the ER in one night. 
Jesus Christ. Um, so basically, the, uh, the details have only recently come to light. And what happened is one night in early August of this year, at about midnight, a male patient entered Mutsu City General Hospital complaining of a pain in his elbow. He was promptly examined by a doctor and sent home, only, only to return at 1.30 a.m., this time arriving by ambulance, telling the hospital staff he had another pain, this time in his abdomen. Again, again the man was checked out and sent on his way, but only two and a half hours later, another ambulance drove up to the hospital with the same man. Clearly, the sight of this frequent visitor was too much for one doctor to bear, However, upon noticing the patient sitting in yet another cubicle, the doctor stepped in and suddenly struck a blow to the man's midsection. Uh, luckily, medical staff were on the scene in record time and quickly determined that there was no injury as a result of the blow. In a subsequent investigation, it was found that this patient had been taken to this hospital by ambulance a total of 18 times since the beginning of 2015. In many cases, he was noticeably intoxicated and belligerent with staff. Little wonder why the doctor was so sick of the sight of him. Mm. Uh, readers of the news were supportive of the avenging doctor. That's, for, that's forgivable. No problem. Innocent. Good for him. That doctor is innocent. They should have arrested the patient. It was just a really strong massage. <laughs> it would have been better if they just went ahead and euthanized the patient. I like the sound of that. The hospital also sided with the doctor, mainly because after the patient sobered up, his assailant apologized and acknowledged the error of his ways. As punishment, they only gave the doctor a strict talking to. The hospital also said that staff will be provided with additional guidance to ensure that there should be no violence under any circumstance from here on out. Mm. I'll give you a pain in your abdomen, all right? <laughs> hey yo. Yeah, I just I, I I seriously can't believe that. This is some serious fucking hypochondria. Well, truthfully, he was probably lonely. Uh, it doesn't really say his age in there, but I know my grandmother, when she had anxiety attacks or was feeling depressed, she would end up calling the ambulance and going into the hospital. So much so that the police actually talked to her sister and said, please try to make her not call 911 again. So, yeah. Shall we get the hell up and out of here? Yes. By all means. Sounds like a plan. <sighs> Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. Um, if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn tell another friend and so on and so forth. Um, if you have any questions about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. 
Let us know what's on your mind. We're here to believe you. Uh, check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Uh, we post articles up on the site. We have some stuff coming down the line. Um, I believe we have a cosplay article from Uni coming up, I believe, tomorrow. So definitely want to check that out. Um, if you want, if you can't access our site for our podcast, you can find us at Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, and TuneIn Radio. Uh, on TuneIn Radio, you can find us through uh, Vogue Network. So definitely check it, check that out. Check out youtube.com slash anime jam session TV where we post all of our convention videos. Um, masquerade videos, cosplay interviews, industry interviews, all types of cool stuff. And even some breakdancing if we come across any. Uh, definitely check out our personal YouTube pages. Um, youtube.com slash DJ Ron Mess is me. RE22682 is Ari Rockefeller. And Jupe Luna is Mako-chan. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. That's our official Twitter page. Anything in regards to our Facebook website, anything in general with the site and what we do in regards to Anime Jam Session, you'll know here. So definitely follow that. If you want to follow us individually on Twitter, um, you can find me at Twitter.com slash DJ Ron S. Ari is at the Ari Man and Mako Chanzo at Joe Vedea. So definitely, you want to see what's on our thoughts, what's on our minds, you can definitely follow us there. And our official Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash anime jam session. To everybody that has fo- that's following us there, thank you. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us. Um, as long as you continue to like the page, articles, photos, everything else, we'll continue to bring you more content. That's what we want to do. If you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash imdjronmass. Uh, you can find Ari at Ari Rockefeller. And Mako's over at Makoto Mako-chan Kino. And as I said, we're here on the Vogue Network live Thursday, Tuesdays at 10. We're Encores Thursdays at 2. But we're not the only geek podcast on the Vogue Network. We have the Star Wars Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Under Sedation Live, and Electric Sisterhood, and Girls Gone Wow. Now we'll go around the room. Last words, Mako-chan. Um, I got nothing. <laughs> Ari? Uh, just so I'm looking forward to working full-time now. I am hungry. I am going to eat my dinner and watch NCIS and just kind of mentally relax for a bit. You will like this episode. I hope so. The Ducky Abby scene is altogether the cutest thing that I have ever seen on NCIS. Alright. Okay, that is it. End of list. We're getting out of here. Uh, Same time next week, so... I think it's time for us to get the hell up on here because it's getting kind of late, so... I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Mako-chan. Good night, Mako-chan. Thank you. I'm being nice. I appreciate that. Mm Mm-hmm. No, really, I do.
This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!